as we enter what is making news this Monday morning. Who warns that we are not reducing our salt intake fast enough? Maybe that's you. Otherwise, let me tell you more. The organization has warned that as things start um, and, and, and where we are standing today, we are unlikely to meet the target of reducing salt intake by 30% by the year 2025. Now, the blame for this has been put on governments across the world who have not implemented recommended policies for reducing salt intake. Now, of course, for more information, just to gain more knowledge, whether you are somebody that has strategized to take in less salt, maybe you are one person like myself where salt is just... It's the be-all and end-all. You can't live without salt. It's time for us to listen up. We've got Hadi Mabelo, registered dietitian and spokesperson for the Association for uh, Dietitians in South Africa. Good morning. How are you doing this morning, Hadi? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me, How are you doing? Thank you so much. Loving your energy this morning. Let's talk about what is the appropriate amount of salt, firstly, for an adult to consume in a day. And what does that look like? Um, you know, an adult should be taking about um, just about a teaspoon of, of, of salt mm. throughout the day, and that's like five grams. Mm. Um, and that is also equivalent to 2,000 milligrams of sodium. Um, you know, from, from your breakfast cereal or, um, you know, a slice of bread, uh, you know, putting a little bit of condiments there, your, 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 your sauces there in your, in your sandwich, that already you, 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 you could actually be having half of your salt mm. with just having breakfast, especially if it is this food that is um, you know, ready-made, your processed food that you're going to serve in your sandwich, um, and throughout the day as well. For those that are taking um, um, their lunches from, from the street, they're not preparing them at home. So basically throughout the day, you are able to exceed the amount of salt that you should be taking more, especially because... A lot of the food that we eat are processed. Khadi, this is Owen speaking. I wanted to ask you, with regards to the salt, uh, why does salt get such a bad rap instead of maybe the processed foods that we seem to be consuming more and more on a daily basis uh, and also in excess, we're eating excess carbohydrates mm-hmm. in our meals, which could also lead to, I guess, heart disease and other uh, health complications. So why does salt get the bad rap? You know, with the salt has got, um, it's, it's normally a lot of times it's, it's hidden, um, and it's something that is very small. Can you imagine if we're talking about a teaspoon of salt? It doesn't look like it, 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 it's too much, but when we convert it to sodium, which is actually the, the main cause of all those health problems that we're talking about, mm. it's 2,000 milligrams. So if you are going to add a pinch every single, every, every single time, um, in your food, and you're also adding um, with the other food, processed food that you, you, you buy in the shops and on the street, and then it becomes too much. The other thing is because the sodium is used, or the salt is used a lot to preserve food and also to, for taste. Mm. So it is almost impossible for manufacturers to not use salt because when they don't use it, um, then it is not very, uh, the food is not very tasty. And look at um, a lot of fast food um, restaurants, sure. they have tried to limit the amount of salt in their food. But you hear people uh, complaining that that fast food, they used to have a lot of nice chips, but then the chips are not nice anymore because mm. they don't add a lot of salt in because of the regulations as well. So um, it is because of that as well.
Now, Hadi, just to wrap up our conversation, what are good salt alternatives? We, we know about sugar, man. They're many. We see them all the time, but not really per se with salt. No, I'm just, um, I saw that there is a, a salt-free sodium. Mm. What? No, it's a sodium-free salt. So I'm not quite sure if that thing is, is, is a good product to use, um, but I have seen something like that in the market lately. Um, but, you know, we, we can always use things, we can look at substitutes. Um, you can use things like your fresh lemon in our food. You can use things like paprika. So these are your salt-free uh, types of um, spices. You can use your curry powders. You can use herbs. Um, you can use things like garlic, mm. your black peppers, just to make your, 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 your food uh, quite tasty without actually adding salt into your food. 100%. Hadi, thank you so much for joining us. Food items that contain too much salt content that you are consuming, that you're trying to curb, the strategies that you're using. I mean, after this article coming through from Who, just warning that we are not reducing our salt intake fast enough. And of course, joining us on the line, Hadi, helping us just to break down everything that we are discussing this morning. And I'm really, really grateful for your information and assistance there. She is uh, coming through as a registered dietitian and spokesperson for the Association for Dietists in South Africa. Your voice notes coming through, but also our sing-along and kids give the best answers after these. Kids give the best answers coming through. Mom, Dad, give us a call. That number zero eight six thousand twenty one sixty. Kids, we want to find out from you. Your lunch and your school lunch is not complete without. Let us know. Maybe it's without water. Maybe it's not complete without tomato sauce like anti-kutskuts. Ah. Zim.